You're listening to Veterinary Vertex, a podcast of the AVMA Journals. In this episode, we discuss the June JAVMA Dermatology Supplement with our guest, Dr. Rosanna Marcella. Welcome to Veterinary Vertex. I'm Editor-in-Chief Lisa Fortier, and I'm joined by Associate Editor Sarah Wright. Today, we're really fortunate to have Rosanna Marcella joining us. Rosanna, thank you so much for being here and for being our guest editor. My pleasure. All right, let's dive right in. So Rosanna, as we mentioned, you're our guest editor for the JAVMA June Dermatology Supplement. What can our readers expect from this special supplemental issue? The supplemental issue is supposed to um, be appealing to a broad audience, so people can expect to find uh, articles of interest in a variety of areas, ranging from small animal to large animal, exotics, and also areas of particular interest like antibiotic resistance and uh, um, that connect all, uh, us all uh, in the concept of um, transmission of resistance between uh, animals and the environment and people. One of my really fun jobs is I actually get to help write our table of contents. So I was working on actually the dermatology supplement one. So I got to read all the fantastic manuscripts. And I think the one that really caught my eye was the biopsy one because it's just so useful and it really breaks it down. And I was like, wow, I wish I would have had this actually when I was in practice because it really would have helped. So I think that the supplement's going to be really applicable to all clinicians, regardless of what species they treat, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, the idea is to have something that is practical, uh, that is clinically relevant and applicable. And, and so to have this good combination and balance between new research as well as just good foundation in how to approach dermatological cases. So that was the idea behind the selection of the articles. So how did you identify the topics for the dermatology supplement? Because dermatology is such an important tool for all of our veterinary species. The idea was to identify areas where, based on experience, people struggle. And so um, this these were the review articles that we solicited. Uh, so I specifically came out with some topics where, um, based on my 30 years of dermatology practice, I can see that um, people struggle. And so I wanted to make sure that those topics were covered first, uh, ranging from allergies to otitis to immunotherapy, uh, pastern dermatitis and things like this. So they're like big, important common clinical presentations and then you know add also new information so state-of-the-art new findings so that we can add on the on the existing knowledge so that's how this was developed well I think you certainly hit the mark you know as you know Rosanna I'm a horse person I was out at the barn last night and as I was going to put my tack away I saw somebody putting all this goop on their horse's pasterns and I literally like ducked into the tack room so they didn't ask me about pastern dermatitis you know it, it, there's just so much to learn but I I think what you said earlier that it, the outline and how to approach these really difficult cases that we don't have an exact answer for so congratulations to you and all of your co-authors I think you really hit the mark on practical application in combination with some really new cool research 
Yes, I mean, many things in dermatology, they look alike, but they have different causes. So I think it's critical to have a, a, a good basic idea on how to troubleshoot these cases. And so pastern dermatitis was a classic example of something that we see a lot in practice and where people struggle to identify the underlying cause. So the idea is that hopefully after reading this review, uh, there will be some clearer ideas. And the same was for uh, food allergy and otitis. These are like big topics. Very big topics. Um in, in private practice, where do you see opportunities for practicing veterinarians, clinicians to implement dermatology into their practice? There are endless opportunities to, to do this. Um, I was in practice for a while before I became a board certified dermatologist. And so I think that is critical for a clinicians, practitioners to um, uh, practice good dermatology. And it starts with an application of cytology and the biopsy. That, that is why we wanted to have an article on that so that people know where to biopsy, how to get the most of their diagnostic tests, um, and so that they have some clear ideas on, on how to approach these cases. Because otherwise, dermatology, which is extremely common, can become a, a, a source of frustration for the owners, for the clinicians, and then it kind of snowballs into this symptomatic treatment that is typically a short-term approach. So I think that the more the clinicians feel comfortable with DERM, the better it is for everybody involved. Yeah, thank you. Again, really practical guidelines. I think, uh, in your words, the symptomatic treatment, I would call it shotgun in large animal. Oftentimes, that can be way more expensive than doing the biopsy and getting the cytology and stopping and just getting the right diagnosis and getting the right treatment. And you get all these polypharmacies and all the side effects in the medication, and then owners and veterinarians give up. So again, really great information. Yeah, this is it's kind of like a perception that if you do some diagnostics, that is going to be a very expensive proposition. When in reality, you're always better off getting it right from the beginning rather than trying to fix it after the fact. Yeah, I like to say to my clients, knowledge is power. Yes. <laughs> uh, as Sarah said a little bit ago, you know, there's a, a tremendous depth and breadth to these manuscripts other than... Uh, Serving as a guest editor, I'm curious what what you learned from this experience as being a guest editor for this supplemental issue. I learned a lot. Um, I think it's, uh, it, it obviously goes beyond dermatology. You obviously learn that every time that you read somebody else's work, right? So it's, it, learning never ends. And so that's the dermatology component first. Plus, there are some areas like exotics that is not really my area of expertise. So learning about fungal infection in exotics and, you know, that, that's that's obviously um, a new piece of information for me. But I think the important thing is, is also how to bring the best out of all these articles, um, how to work with people. Um, and uh, in a way that uh, is 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 kind of um, comprehensive and um, well balanced. 
So I was editor for veterinary dermatology a long time ago. And uh, so that was my first introduction with, you know, the review process, the editing and so on. Um, and uh, but you always learn something new. The more you do it, the more, you know, uh, you learn. I'm very thankful, actually, for JAMA that helped with a large portion of the logistics of this issue. Yeah, they have a really awesome team and shout out to our production team too. They're fabulous. And I know they worked really hard on this supplement. So just thank you to everyone. Yeah. So as you mentioned, you're a diplomat of the American College of Veterinary Dermatology. How did your advanced training prepare you to be a guest editor for this supplement? Um, the exposure to a, a large number of skilled, knowledgeable people that you've known over the years and you worked with so that you can uh, figure out who are the good people to recruit and ask and uh, um, and and it be um, part of the issue. I think the 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 exposure to the network and uh, the variety of of diplomats over the years. I think that that was critical. This everybody's busy, right? So when you want to have people to contribute and donate their their time, their energy, and expertise. I think it, it it goes a long way when you have a relationship uh, and you work with, you know, many of the skilled people. So I'm very thankful to all of them that, uh, you know, accepted the invitation and contributed. I could not have done it, you know, early on in my career when I didn't have the same connections. Having a network is so important. And as an associate editor, I've really come to appreciate that, especially when it comes to inviting reviewers too. So something that's really important to have. Now, this next question is very important for our listeners. What is one piece of information you would like veterinarians to know about the June JAVMA Dermatology Supplemental Issue? If you could just pick one important little tidbit of information. I hope it appeals to a broad audience. That's my desire and my, I think it does. So my hope is that when people pick this issue, they can look at it and they can find it useful and that everybody can find something that they can relate to that can make a difference in their clinical practice. Well, thank you again, Rosanna. It certainly will. It's super practical uh, and covers an amazing breadth of knowledge like you I agree with you reading the one about exotics and fungal diseases I was like well there's a good dinner topic (laughs) all your friends will be like what are they talking about next to that next table (laughs) yeah Uh, as as we wind down a little bit I just want to again say thank you Uh, and we ask a little bit more of a little bit of a more personal kind of a funny question that our reviewers and Sarah and I like to ask uh, what is the oldest or the most interesting thing on your desk or in your desk drawer? What I have that is probably the oldest item is I, I 15 so years ago, I had to be in the hospital for a while. And a friend of mine made a bracelet uh, pulling hair from from each one of my horses. So this bracelet is is kind of like a combination of colors, you know, from their manes. 
And uh, so it's, it's extremely dear to me. I never wear it because I don't want to uh, damage it. And it sits in my drawer. Um, and it's probably the oldest item I have, I think, it, at this point in time, yes. That's a really beautiful story. It's very it, precious to me. Yeah, yeah very good. Um the other thing, I even heard this on ESPN this morning when they were talking about, you know, some of the different basketball players and they're using the word grit, like who can make it after back-to-back games and a little bit of an injury and all that thing, all those sorts of uh, things that make champions. And you're you're clearly a champion in your field. Where do you think your grit comes from? I think it's probably multifactorial. I think it's... Part is, I, I suspect, is genetic because my parents had it. And so I witnessed that in their behavior. And so having been through the war and many challenges at the time in Europe, I think that I, I observed that early on. And then I I was basically forced to practice this growing up because I had a variety of challenges health-wise. And uh, all the things that they told me that I couldn't do, I guess I, you know, you, you couldn't convince me that it was not possible. So I, I think I, I worked very hard early on to overcome difficulties. And I think, although I was not happy at the time, um, because I was constantly, you know, making comparison how, how easy things were for other people, I have to say that now I'm thankful. Because I, I think it kind of um, taught me early on to um, to be passionate and to work hard towards something that you truly believe in. So. Very inspiring. Thanks for sharing. Just thank you again for being here today and talking with us. And thanks for being our guest editor for this supplemental issue. We are so excited for our readers to get their hands on this and learn from you and all of our contributing authors. Thank you. So to our listeners, you can read the manuscripts in the Dermatology Supplement on our journal's website or in print June JAVMA's supplemental issue. I'm Dr. Sarah Wright with Dr. Lisa Fortier. We want to thank each of you for joining us on this episode of the Veterinary Vertex podcast. We love sharing cutting-edge veterinary research with you, and we want to hear from you. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen to. 